the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... Welcome back to Beyond the Ballpark. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about baseball. Uh, today I'm not joined by my co-host, Brendan Cunningham. Um, so I'm going to do some early season predictions in our episode today. Um, I've predicted the AL East winners, the Central winners, and the West winners. Uh, I've predicted the wildcard matchups. And I also predicted MVP Cy Young, Rookie of the Year. Uh, and some three three things that I would like to say before we hop into this episode. Uh, I'm sorry I have not been able to upload. I've been I've been a little busy these past two weekends, uh, so I couldn't get any recording time in. Um, but we're back here today, and we're better than ever, and we're hitting you with a banger uh, right before uh, the baseball season starts, and uh, super excited for that. Um, uh, second big announcement um, is we will be having a magazine next week, Beyond the Ballpark magazine. Uh, that'll be linked in the description of uh, each episode. Uh, only one per week, not two. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing a magazine. We'll be getting into some more general topics. So if you listen to this podcast uh, and you're not really a baseball fan, then the magazine could be, you know, going your way because, uh, you know, there's some more general stuff in there. Uh, and we'll also have a trivia question, um, and whoever can get the trivia question correct, you can punch it in uh, on the virtual document that I will have the magazine on. Uh, you can get a shout-out um, in the next episode, um, so make sure you get the trivia question correct, because if you get it incorrect, you're not getting a shout-out, but if you do, your intention for a shout-out um, in um, once per week in a... a Every weekend. Um, and my third option is Cop Merch, um, Beyond the Ballpark. Tees are available on eBay. Uh, designed to myself. Super proud of them. I own one, and it's pretty good um, for a shirt. So they're dirt cheap, too. Only five bucks um, per shirt. So you can grab one. You can grab one for a friend, and they can grab one for their friend, and they can grab one for their friend. So it lives on and on. Um, and, yeah, I think... Without further ado, I think we just got to get straight into this episode. 
Um, so I'm going to start off with my division winners. Uh, for the AL East, I'm going to put the New York Yankees um, through. Uh, I think the Yankees are just too good and too strong right now um, to not ignore. I mean, like, you look at, like, their infield. Luke Voigt, Slugger, DJ LeMahieu, fantastic glove and bat. Glaber Torres is a beast. Gio Urshela is really good, even though I hate to admit it. Um, I mean, you know, you have, like, Clint Frazier. In left field, he's quietly been one of the better players uh, in baseball. Aaron Hicks on center, and then Aaron Judge on right. I mean, it's just a disgusting, disgusting lineup. Uh, Gary Sanchez or Kyle Gashioka, that's really where they, you know, hit rock bottom because Kyle Gashioka, I don't think, should be a starter, and Gary Sanchez seriously has something to prove going into um, 2021. And the pitching's really good. They got Corey Kluber. They added Jameis and Tyone. Um, I think both of those guys can be, you know, like really good backing up like Garrett Cole. Um, so I think there's, I think it's basically a lock already for the Yankees. Even though I hate to admit it, as an O's fan, I think the Yankees lock in the AL East, and I say the Braves lock in the uh, NL East. Um, I know people are putting like they're counting out, they're kind of counting out the Braves, um, and they're putting the Mets over the Braves. You still have to consider that the Braves pitching is still pretty good, uh, especially since they added Charlie Morton. The bullpen's good, um, and the lineup's still really good. They kind of kept the same guys from last year. Um, I'm not going to be one of those people that counts the Braves out. Um, and you have, and you also have to remember they were one game away from going to the World Series from upsetting the Dodgers. So yeah, I I put the Braves through, and I have them winning the um. The uh, NL East. Uh, and now for the Central, I'm going to say the Milwaukee Brewers won the Central. I know this one can get a little bit close, and, you know, this is a weak division. But I say the Brewers win. I feel like there's not as much pitching um, in, with with team like the Cardinals. I feel like they just have Jack Flaherty, and that's it. And they added Nolan Arenado, and outside of that, there's not much. So I feel like the Brewers, they can pull through. They have Christian Yelich. They added Jackie Bradley Jr. They added Colton Wong. They have Keston Hura. Um, Lorenzo Cain is pretty good. Uh, and, and I think I mentioned that they have Jackie Bradley Jr. Um, so I think the Brewers lineup can can dominate. Um, I don't see any reason where they don't. Uh, so I have the Brewers winning the um, NL Central. And for the e- uh, AL East or uh, Central, uh, I have the Chicago White Sox. Um, I really think the White Sox are going to dominate this year. They added Lance Lynn. They got Liam Hendricks, who's going to lock down every single game. Uh, and the lineup is disgusting. Like, Louis Bob, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Rope, Luis Bears, Louis Bob, Tim Anderson, um, you know, like Andrew Vaughn. You know, it's just a really good lineup. Yasmani Grandal. Uh, it, it's just disgusting all around. Like, the White Sox are just a really good team. And, you know, considering that there isn't really much competition, I know, like, the Twins could be creeping up. Um, I feel like there's not as much with the Twins as there is with the White Sox. And teams like the Indians, the Tigers, the Royals, they're all kind of bad. So, I feel like the, the White Sox win the division, and they win easily. Uh, so, now for the West. Uh, for the NL West, I mean, it's the Dodgers. Uh, I, I feel like we saw this coming. I feel like there's no questions asked here. Uh, if you even debate this for a millisecond, I'm going to punch you in the face because uh, the Dodgers are single-handedly, single-handedly the best team in baseball. 
Like, their backup players or secondary players are really good who can be everyday players. That's just how good the Dodgers are. They added Trevor Bauer. They can put guys like Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin in their bullpen, which is huge for them. And the Dodgers are just so disgusting. They're, they're, they're really cashing it in here, especially since they just won a World Series. I don't see how they don't win. I mean, if unless they have, like, this huge, like, you know, like disease and they all get hurt or injured or get sick or something. I see no world with the Dodgers. Um, you know, they don't win. So that's my story uh, for the Dodgers. And the, I have the uh, Houston Astros. I know the trash game bangers cheating, whole cheating scandal thing. Um, I feel like the Astros can win. I feel like this is kind of a weak division. And the A's, they definitely kind of fell off a table a little bit. I thought the A's could be one of these really good teams competing in a win-now scenario. But I, I honestly don't really see that anymore. So that's why I'm going to put the Houston Astros through. And the teams like the Angels, I know, I mean, like the Angels have zero pitching whatsoever. Um, teams like the Mariners and the Rangers, I don't think they're quite ready to compete yet. I don't feel like they're ready to try and grab a division. Um, I feel like they're kind of still in that rebuild process. Um, so, yeah, I feel like the Astros can easily get the division. And like I said, the Oakland A's, it's not really good. Anymore, I feel like they're still gonna have a winning record, but I just don't see that you know, number one squad that we once saw, uh, and that's why I have the Astros uh, moving on and winning the division. Um, so before I do my postseason predictions, I'm gonna predict, or uh, you know, let's just get into the postseason predictions since you know awards come at the end of the year. Um, my wild card in the AL is the Rays and the Twins. I don't know why people are counting out the Rays. Um, in this scenario, I mean, if the Rays. Just because they lost Blake Snell doesn't mean they're a good team. Because they are a good team. I mean, those aren't, like, the players that are going to be, like, the big names on the street. But I feel like those players get results. And they do get the results that the Rays are looking for. They do what they need to do. And they go out there and compete. They they turned over the Yankees last year in the ALDS. So, that, I, that's why I don't have the Rays out. Not, I don't feel like they're in contention for division anymore. But they are in contention for a little something. Um... And also the Twins. I feel like the Twins can be a really sneaky team. Um, Jose Barrios, Kenta Maeda, those are two really good pitchers. Um, Maeda better than Barrios, though. Um, and, uh, yeah, I feel like the Twins can sneak in. I feel like the Twins can kind of take down the Blue Jays. And I know people are probably calling me crazy right now for not picking the Blue Jays in this scenario. Um, but I just don't feel like the Blue Jays have enough pitching. I know the bullpen's solid. One of the better ones in the game. But the starting pitching, there's nothing. The Angels is going to come back to bite them. I know, I know, like, Kevin Biggio, Bobachette, Vlad Guerrero, George Springer, and, like, Teoscar Hernandez, just to name a few. I mean, it's just it's such a stacked lineup. Blue Jays are going to be in serious fighting mode right now. But I just feel like if they could have grabbed some pitching this offseason, they seriously could have like taken on the Rays and tried and stole steal tried to steal that you know wild card spot. So that yeah, I feel like um, they just had the pitching I, and like Nate Pearson, who's a top prospect, he cannot pitch right now. He's injured. He has injury problems, and even when he's on the field, he's a little wobbly and rusty. Um, Tanner Rourke is not. A great pitcher. He's about average in my eyes. I know the only pitcher is like Hinjin Ryu, and then behind that there's really, really nothing. Um, so that's why I don't put in the Blue Jays. Um, 
So the so uh between like a one game wild card game for the Rays versus the Twins, and people are gonna probably call me crazy again for this. I'm gonna pick the Minnesota Twins here. I if you're looking at this in a one game matchup, right? Tyler Glasnow is gonna be on the mound for the Rays. They're gonna throw him on the bump. They're gonna give him the start. They're gonna give the nod. They're gonna probably give the Twins are probably gonna give Kenta Maeda, um, you know the start here. And I know both lineups are honestly pretty even, but here I feel like it can just come down to the pitching. Tyler Glasnow has been a little inconsistent. You have to remember that. You have to keep an eye out for that. I know Tyler Glasnow is a flamethrower. I've seen it. I've seen him do it to my Orioles plenty of times. I just feel like that. He's going up against Kenta Maeda. Kenta Maeda can pitch a great game here. That's why I'm picking the Minnesota Twins. I mean, both lineups are even. Both lineups can get the runs behind these pitchers. I feel like the, but I just feel like the Twins can do it a little bit better, and Kenta Maeda on the mound can shove. So that's why I'm picking the Twins uh, over the Rays. Um, and we'll just work our way down uh, the American League side, and then I'll dive into my National League side. Um. So the Yankees versus the uh, Yankees versus the Twins. I'm gonna pick the New York Yankees. Here. I feel like um, this happened like one or two years ago, um, maybe even three years ago. I mean, I feel like the Twins they just kind of got unlucky. The Yankees are super strong. They they can throw out arms on the on the bullpen or on the pitching side of things. Um, the Twins they don't have a ton. It, it helps them that it's like a one. It helps them in all card scenario because it's like a one game set for one game series. In a five game series, I just don't feel like the Twins can keep up with the Yankees. The Yankees they have the pitching, they have the bullpen. The Twins they have uh, slightly smaller pitching and slightly smaller bullpen, so that's why I have the New York Yankees here over the Minnesota Twins. Houston Astros versus Chicago White Sox. I mean, I'm gonna pick the Chicago White Sox here. I don't, I don't see any reason to pick the Astros. I feel like the Chicago White Sox can just easily dominate the Astros in a five-game series. I feel like there's kind of no question here. Um, Houston Astros, I can see where they put up a fight, but I feel like the Blue Jays, not the Blue Jays, the White Sox, they can just swipe it out of thin air and just you know move on to the uh, to the ALCS. And now the ALCS, New York Yankees versus Chicago White Sox. I'm gonna go with the upset here. Uh, I'm going to pick the Chicago White Sox. I'm going to be honest. Um, I feel like the White Sox can play a bit of a matchup. Aaron Boone is not the sharpest friend in the box. Uh, and I feel like that's what can hurt the Yankees at some point. Um, you know, Aaron Boone is just bad manager. Um, and that's why I moved the Chicago White Sox on. We've seen Aaron Boone's horrendous managerial skills on display on national television. Um, and, yeah. We've seen the Yankees kind of choke under a bit of pressure. That is why I picked the Chicago White Sox over the New York Yankees. I feel like they choke. I feel like they get like the, the big moment kind of gets a little bit to their head uh, in this scenario, and that's why I picked the Chicago White Sox. So now we move on to the NL side, uh, Mets and Padres, and of course the Padres have made a ton of moves this offseason. Probably one of the most successful off seasons I've ever seen out of a team. Uh, and this is tough because both teams had good off seasons. The uh, you have to look at the Mets. They got Francisco Lindor, and it didn't take a whole lot to get him. And they also got Carlos Carrasco, Cookie. Um, 
And the Mets have a great lineup. The Padres have a disgusting lineup. Um, but shockingly, I'm even shocking myself. I'm gonna pick the Mets here again. This is like the Rays and the Twins thing, except on like another level. I feel like it, like the Padres are gonna throw like you Darvish or Blake Snell out of the mound, and like the Mets are gonna throw Jacob Degrom on the mound. And like I said with the Rays and Twins, it's gonna come down to this pitching matchup. Jacob DeGrom is going to dominate. Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher in baseball. And I feel like he can quiet down. Um, I, I just feel like Jacob DeGrom, he can kind of silence the Padres in their bats. You Darvish, I feel like he can get, he can kind of give up some stuff. Um, and that's why I the Mets here. I just feel like, again, it just kind of sounded to the pitchers. Jacob DeGrom is... Uh, better than you, Darvish. Um, and that is why I moved the Mets on. So now we have the Mets and the Dodgers. This is the so the Dodgers get the um, Dodgers get the um wild card winner in the New York Mets. I feel like the Dodgers win this easily. The the Mets pitching is gonna hurt them. They don't have a ton, and there's not a whole lot in that lineup like the Dodgers. This this is like uh. This is like the Astros and White Sox on another level. I mean, this is just the Mets are probably not going to be able to keep up with the Dodgers and their playing pace. Um, and that's why I moved the Dodgers on to the ALCS. Um, or NLCS, I'm so sorry. Um, and now I... And, uh, Braves and Brewers. Um, I think the Brewers are going to be a really sneaky team. You know, come 2021. Um, and the Atlanta Braves are still going to be really good. That's why I'm going to pick the Braves here. Uh, I feel like the the Brewers, they're not going to be able to stay at the same pace. They're not going to have like the same mentality um, as the Braves. And that's why I moved the Braves uh, to the uh, NLCS. Or, yeah. Uh, and now the NLCS, Braves versus Dodgers. Same exact match. Same exact matchup that we saw in 2020. I'm going to pick the Dodgers again. I know, I know the Braves were, they were only one game away. And I want to pick them. So bad because I'm rooting for the Rays. I want them to get the upset, but it's just like, how do you stop a team like the Dodgers? It, it, there's just, there's just no way. There's no way you stop a team like the Dodgers. There's just no, no way in any world. Like seriously, this, yeah. There's no way a team like the Braves is gonna beat a team like the Dodgers. Just no way. That's all I have to say. Dodgers are going to outscore, out pitch. You know they're going to do everything, and the Braves they can do stuff, um, but it's just they can't do it at the same level as the Dodgers. That's why I'm picking the Dodgers. Back to back World Series trips, and yeah, the Dodgers are moving on, which leads us to the World Series: White Sox versus Dodgers. This can be exciting. The White Sox are an electric team. They're like the Padres. Yeah, they're going to be electric. They're going to have people on their feet. No matter what fan base you're from, no matter if you're an Indians fan, or a Tigers fan, or a Royals fan, or a Twins fan, those are all teams in the White Sox division. They're going to get everyone on their feet. And the Dodgers, you know, they're just the villains here. I, and um, so, for the World Series, I am going to pick the... Los Angeles Dodgers. I don't see, this is another scenario, I don't see where the Dodgers lose to the White Sox. 
I, I, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't. I mean, the Dodgers are just so incredibly good. I see them getting back-to-back World Series championships. I see them bringing it back home to L.A. I mean, it, it's just... I, there's no way of stopping the team like the Dodgers. There's no explanation needed, people. And if you're trying to make an f- argument for the White Sox, I'm just going to, you know, pop in some AirPods and just not listen to you because, you know, the Dodgers, they're so incredibly good. There's no world where they get beat. I'm telling you. Just, there's just no world where they, you know, lose. There's just no world. And if you don't see what I see with the Los Angeles Dodgers, I don't know what planet you're living on, people. I mean, it, there's it, if you make an argument for one second, I am not going to listen to you. You're a hater. You just are biased, and that is just... Exactly. There's no sense in that. So that's why I picked the Dodgers to win the World Series. Um, and now for uh, some for some awards. Uh, MVP. I'm going to go with Mike Trout in the AL. Mike Trout's just so incredibly good. He's on another level. The best player in baseball right now. And if and this is like the Dodgers. If you don't agree, I'm going to pop in some AirPods and just not listen to you because, you know, you're, you're insane. And quarantine has gotten in your head. Um, but Mike Trout is just so incredibly good. He's so incredibly talented. Best player in baseball, one of the best we've ever, ever seen play major play the game of baseball, and that is why I see Mike Trout claiming an MVP. But then again, it doesn't help him that he's on a losing team. So, uh, and actually, I'm gonna go Cody Bollinger. I think it's helping his chances that he's on a team like the Dodgers, and I just see him swiping it out of thin air. I can see him, like, you know, kind of surprising a lot of people. I know he had a bad COVID year. But, hey, it's COVID. you can't criticize a 60-game stretch. Um, I feel like Cody Bellinger can sneak in. I know there are plenty of arguments for, like, Christian Yelich, Mookie Betts, and I can see that. But I can clearly see Cody Bellinger just, you know, running in. Like, Christian Yelich, he's ready to receive it. Or Mookie Betts, he's ready to receive it. And then Cody Bellinger just runs in, swipes it out of his hands. And, yeah, I, I can easily see Cody Bellinger doing that. 30, 35 plus homers, 100 plus RBIs. There is nothing that Cody Bellinger can't do. Oh, and then I forget to mention he has some elite defense. And he's just like my trot in my eyes, and I, I don't see. And yeah, I just see him swiping it easily um, from a guy like Brett Seriali. Uh And now for some Cy Youngs. Jacob DeGrom in the NL. Uh, I feel like this is, again, not a question. Um. Jacob DeGrom got back-to-back Cy Youngs. Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher in baseball. I don't care um, if, you know, you're a Garrett Cole lover. And if you want to make an argument for Garrett Cole, you uh, kind of can. But I'm not probably not going to listen to you because Garrett Cole isn't as good as DeGrom. He can't compete on the same level. DeGrom's just so incredibly good. He's so incredibly talented. You need to realize that. Jacob DeGrom is I feel like getting a little underappreciated at this point. Um... And yeah, I'm going to give him the credit that he deserves. Um, and I feel like he can swipe a Cy Young. Uh, and now for the AL, Shane Bieber of the Cleveland Indians. Shane Bieber, I feel like it's a back-to-back Cy Youngs. Shane Bieber is so incredibly good. He's so incredibly talented. Um, Shane Bieber is just an amazing pitcher. He's just, he's just incredibly so good. I mean, he got a Cy Young last season. And just, I, I know it's insane. It's But... It's just the way it is. He's so good. He's just so good. 
And that's why I picked Shane Bieber here for a Cy Young. Rookie of the Year uh, for the AL. I'm going to go with Ryan Mountcastle. And uh, yes, if you know me well enough, you're obviously going to say I'm biased. But I'll take it. Ryan Mountcastle is personally my favorite player on the Orioles, replacing Adam Jones. Or No, he's not replacing Adam Jones, but he's just a player to keep up with. Ryan Mountcastle, I feel like he's really, really good. He could be really sneaky at some points. You know, and he he definitely served his part um, in the Orioles uh, season. And that's why I feel like Ryan Mountcastle can snag a rookie of the year. You know, a guy like Jaron Kalanick's not going to come I feel like. Um, and that's why um, I feel like Ryan Mountcastle can, you know, sneak his way into a rookie of the year. Unless, you know, Adley Rushman comes up, who's the best prospect in baseball in my eyes. Um, but if Adley Rushman doesn't come up, I feel like it can be Ryan Mountcastle. If Jared Kalanick doesn't come up, I feel like it can be Ryan Mountcastle. Uh, and on the NL side, I'm going to pick Cabrian Hayes here I of the Pirates. It's definitely not going to help him because, you know, the Pirates are the worst team in baseball. But uh, um, I thought like Cabrian Hayes is just disgusting. He's filthy. Great glove. Great bat. He's a complete package. The Pirates really have legitimate threes in him. Um, and like I said, it's not going to help his, you know, game since, you know, the Pirates are a losing team. But, um... I feel like a Brian Hayes, he, he can sign a rookie of the year. He can get those votes, and he can take it uh, with Ryan Mountcastle being his counterpart. Um, so that's my predictions for today. L.A. Dodgers winning it again. Uh, winning it all, taking home the crown, taking over the commissioner's trophy. Um, and, yeah, those are just my opinions. Uh, I can't really find out if you guys have your own opinions. Um, but... Uh, yeah, those are my opinions. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm really, really sorry. I couldn't get in some episodes for the past two weekends. I feel really bad about that. I felt terrible that I couldn't do it. Um, but we're back on the grind. We're back here. We're at the studio. And we are back for Beyond the Ballpark. Uh, hopefully, Brennan can get in next week. Uh, we'll try and get him, fit him in uh, as best as possible. Um, but, um, yeah. Uh, make sure to look out for the magazine coming soon. Be on the ballpark. Uh, like I said, if you you know if you're not really a baseball person, that's gonna be the magazine for you because you know it gets a little more general at that point. Um, and remember, if you can get the trivia question of the week correct, um, you can uh, you can get a shout out. You're in contention for a shout out. I'll be picking that randomly every single. Uh, Weekend, uh, one edition per weekend. I can't do two. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, and remember, go grab on the ballpark shirt. You're cheap and it's really good. You can rep your favorite podcast. Um, and yeah, I think uh, that's just where we're gonna wrap up today's episode. It felt, it feels good to get back into a rhythm of podcasting because I haven't done it for the past two weeks. And again, I'm terribly sorry for you know not getting in those uploads. We're back, we're big, and we're better than ever. Uh, it's been great, you know, having a conversation with you guys. I hope this makes your, you know, week and uh, weekend a little bit lighter uh, and a little bit brighter because you have to remember that that is our purpose here at Beyond the Ballpark, to make everyone's day feel better since, you know, COVID hard times. And that's why I started this podcast because I didn't have a lot to do and I wanted to make people feel better um, with what I love, baseball. 
Uh, anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, with that, we will see you next time.